Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bacon Smiles Podcast. We're on the 85. We're getting up there with uh, Land Before Time. Yeah. As always, <laughs> I'm Steve Patera, joined by my good friend, Evan Sean Lumber. Yes! Pumped up, ready to be here, ready to get it going. That's right. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> we're, we're getting back on the bike. Hey, uh, we we had a lot going on. Yeah. I uh, Busy last couple weeks. Yeah. And uh, a lot of sickness going around yeah. and all that, all those things. But a uh, few things we're going to talk about. Your parish had retreat yep. this past this weekend. Past weekend. Uh, Fully recovered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, took a few days. But the yeah. sleep. Sleep. I came home and just passed out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I was tired, and I wasn't even there all that long. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get into that. Yeah, absolutely. Also, Lent, and we're one week away. Yeah. Ash Wednesday's coming up. Yeah. So I almost said week, on Wednesday. A week it's, from... It's on Wednesday this year. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, it's on <laughs> a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a week from uh, yesterday. yesterday. Depends on when you listen to this. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's getting closer. No, so... Yeah, so it's just going by quick. You yeah, know, just this year. We just celebrated already. Christmas, and now we're yeah. into Lent. Unbelievable. So then you got what's new in music. Absolutely. Uh, then the saint of the day is Saint Wolfric of, of England. And then our Bible reading is Mark 8, 27 through 33. Great. And then you got news of the weird. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll do it up. So... Uh, retreat. Yeah. How'd it go? How well, was it? It was a lot of fun. And then this little two-year-old showed up and just stole the show. <laughs> uh, her name was Zoe. I don't know if you've met her, but she just captured everyone's attention. And, yeah. uh, it was, it was great seeing you guys. Yeah. You know, everybody loved having you there, but it was, it was a great weekend. You know, it was a lot of people had really good feedback about it. And, um, it really made me think because running the retreat, you know, for a first time doing the support yeah. and making sure everything's running the way it should be. It's, it, there's a lot to focus on and I didn't feel very relaxed for a lot of it. And maybe as I do more of those, I'll find time to take we, a break. Yeah. The, the biggest thing, the biggest uh, advice I can give you, and I wouldn't have been able to give it to you before, yeah. you got to kind of see what it's like, but you have to be able to delegate. Yeah. You have to be able to just trust that you're going to put someone in charge of an activity right. and they're going to do it. And that's why through all the years, you know, I I couldn't be in charge of right. everything. And MJ couldn't be in charge of everything. Right. Uh, MJ was the most organized person I'd ever yeah. seen <laughs> at, at, at a retreat. Right. Um, but, you know... Kevin and I would be in charge of right. tech and stuff like that. And I was always in charge of what I might call shenanigans. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, the silly games and stuff like that. But having some, you know, the people uh, just unleash their gifts. Yeah. Uh, is the best way I could put it is putting the people in the roles that they're, they're meant right. for. And that's what we had this weekend where we had teens already signed up ahead of time. All right, we're running this game. I'm running this game. I'm taking care of this. Yep. So it was as soon as we have one game going on, we'll already tap it on someone else's shoulder and go, all right, get ready to have this ready. Mm-hmm. And so it kept the flow moving. 
But what was cool was that the during the quiet times, like Saturday night during the prayer experience, yeah, sitting down with a few people and, and just hearing them share what they were going through that weekend and yeah. just the rawness of it of you have no idea how badly I needed this weekend. And thinking about back in 2002 when I was on my first retreat, you were on retreat with us. <laughs> and uh, That was just, my senior year. Yeah, but just looking back at that and going, being able to say, you know, 18 years later, that was my turning point. You know, mm. and it was a gradual, it wasn't like an overnight, you know, shift <laughs> by any means. As, I, as I, uh, I always say, you didn't wake up in the middle of the night, like going, oh, right. I'm free. Um, floating two feet right, above your bed. Right, exactly. <laughs> but just to be able to share stories with my, my team saying, you know, this is what I remember from my retreat. Yeah. And now knowing God willing, you know, 18 years later, they may be doing the same thing where they're saying, you know, this this was my turning point. Yeah. So to be a part of that is amazing and it's an honor. You know, it's, I can't yeah. take credit for it, but to be able to say we were a part of that. Yeah, no, it's just God. Amazing. It's yeah. God. God puts us where we're supposed to be. And um, it was, you know, I, I spent some time. Uh, which was great, uh, unexpected uh, for me. Um, but I thank you for being so welcoming to me being there. And, and we loved your kids. We loved having <laughs> your kids there. They yeah. were so good. Yeah. It, and so Amaya has gone uh, three times now. Yeah. And she brought her younger sister, which was yeah. awesome. And then Eric came for his second time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just it's amazing to see them just fit right in and yeah. feel at home and able to just be there and, you know, just really yeah. be present and not feel awkward or out of place. So it's really cool that, you know, the group overall is that welcoming you know well i think it's also great that they're able to come and see other kids that believe similar you know have similar beliefs that they do you know where it's you know your ministry is growing but for them to also see you know another parish where there are kids their age celebrating the same thing yeah i think it's a nice yeah i think it's a nice way to back that up for them and help in their future. Yeah, no, it, it, it really is. Um, and because of the size of my program that I'm trying to build upon, um, I would not be able to put on a retreat like that and give that experience. So I'm very grateful that I have been able to keep, you know, ties to my former parish yeah. to be able to keep uh, alive the tradition of the winter retreat and have some, some young people go to it. And so, um, this was really the first year since me, uh, leaving my position as Mm -hmm. assistant youth minister at St. Teresa's parish that I felt comfortable really spending time. Um, and I don't know why I, the past couple of years, I think it's just that I wanted to let, um, you guys have your own retreat. And not, you know, make it mine. Right. You know? Understood. Uh, but it, it, I felt more comfortable this year, you know, seeing you and Linda and your wife, Jen, and just... And Brett. Be, and Brett. And just being like, all right, I'm yeah. just going to... I'm going to hang as long as you guys are okay with yeah. me hanging. 
And uh, yeah, so I if brought you need this to sleep, we were gonna <laughs> offer you a room. <laughs> um, it was and it was awesome because of course Eva was feeling under the yeah. weather, and so I got out of work early uh, on purpose so that I could come up hopefully for free time <laughs> and ended up staying all for the dinner. way through dinner, yeah. uh, which was great. And um, Zoe was so laid back and so yeah. like just like letting things happen. So yeah. I, I was trying Playing not, fishing. yeah, I was trying not to be a huge distraction, uh, yeah. which of course Zoe was during any right. free time. But <laughs> the other thing that was crazy um, and just awe, awe-inspiring really was the young people not allowing Zoe to be a huge distraction, mm-hmm. like being present during yeah. the small groups and stuff like that. Even with Zoe kind of walking around doing her own thing mm-hmm. in the main meeting space, yeah. the small group that was there was not allowing their minds to drift too far. They were staying right. present in the conversations. And, and that was really awesome to see. Yeah, my sister is a senior in high school now, and she yeah. was saying that that was one of her favorite retreats, and a big part of it was because the crowd that was there. Yeah. You know, we, we seem to have a really good group, of, and we've always had a great group of kids. But this year in particular, everyone was just so, like, spiritually into it. Like, nobody was there causing trouble or anything. They were just fully committed and completely engaged in what we were yeah. doing. No, absolutely. So it was it was a really, really cool weekend to see stuff take off and people fully participate in that. Yeah, and it was just just so awesome to yeah. see the comfort level mm-hmm. of them, you know? And there this group really the only there's a few people that I, I know, you know, yeah. very, very few people that knew me um, as the youth minister, right. you know? Yeah. And other than my kids, right. know, that came from, yeah. I am their youth minister <laughs> and confirmation you? coordinator. <laughs> Who's uh, this guy singing to the Backstreet Boys right now? Let's sing back. Yeah. And, uh, but your sister, yeah. um, she kept thanking me for helping her really start her faith journey and... I'm like you. <laughs> I was just your freshman confirmation yeah. teacher, and uh, but she had you for a year. Yeah, and yeah. well, and uh, I've known her since she was a baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just you know, it like I said before, it's just God. Like, yeah. it's just a small role that I play in her faith journey because God put me in that position yeah. and. Uh, I just try to get out of the way as right. much as I can. And uh, in those moments, uh, I just, I I was reminded this weekend, like, why, um, why God puts me where I am, you mm-hmm. know, and the gifts that God has given me, you yeah. know, like just to be able to just step right back in and yeah. be there and be present during uh the four corners activity and be able to uh you know pray with the young people and our youth and just be present and as they're questioning which is awesome i love having that conversation where young people are like you know i'm still questioning everything and i'm like good yeah that's awesome yeah you're not your mind's not already set right so that's great 
And we don't want you blindly following anything because the more you question, the more you're going to find truth. Right. And I know what that truth is. Mm -hmm. There's no, sorry, spoiler alert. (laughs) Your truth is a fictional thing. What? Yeah. (laughs) There really is only one truth. There are absolute truths in this world. And Mm -hmm. the more you strive to find it, the more... You'll more knowledge you amass. Mm-hmm. The more you question, the more knowledge you amass. The more you poke around, the more you try to poke holes in it. You're just making it more robust for yourself. Exactly, exactly. The stronger your faith becomes. Yeah. Because if you just blindly follow because you think it's what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. your faith has a very weak foundation. Any struggle, any turmoil in your life you're quickly going to go away from it. Yeah. But the stronger that foundation is, the closer the relationship that you have with God and the knowledge of knowing that he is there, the more you'll lean into it. You're not going to run. You're going to, you're going to lean in. And that's what we hope to build on these retreats. And that little, like those little moments where they're like, I'm, you know, I'm really questioning and I'm really struggling with this. And I'm like, Awesome. Yeah. Let's pray about it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so those are just the moments where it was just like, man, <laughs> I love, I, and that's why I love about being a youth minister is those yeah. moments. And I just feel so unworthy of certain moments where it's like, God, you must see something in me that I could never see right. in my own brokenness, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, wow. And, also, the opportunity to go to confession mm-hmm. with the with Father Marchin and Father Matthew. is it Matthew or is it Matthew? Matthew. Matthew. Okay. Yeah. I just you a know. lot of people say Matthew, but I yeah. I heard him once introduce himself as Matthew, where it's Matthew. more yeah. of a heavy hit on the yeah. team. Yeah, but that was awesome. It seemed like you were talking with, with him for quite a bit yeah. <laughs> towards the end of Mass. <laughs> I was. And uh he he's funny. He lit up because you know, I spent a uh, a mission trip down in Haiti, and I mm. walked up to him and was like, Como oye? And he's like, What? He's <laughs> like, Yeah, Como oye? And he's like, How do you know that? <laughs> he's like, You speak real? And I was like, That's about it. Yeah, that's all I went. But it was just so cool to see him light up yeah. and uh, just have a conversation about uh, Haiti and, and yeah. stuff like that. But it was just so cool to see him just be like, <gasps> <laughs> Someone understands. <laughs> And, uh, you know, just that little tiny bit of like, you know, you know, just, oh, you know something. Like, yeah. And then just comfort level just immediately. Right. Because he's seen me a couple times at daily mass on Mondays with Zoe. Yeah. And uh, so, but I hadn't really met him, met him. Right. And so he came up and he was like, your name's Steve. And I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, and that's immediately when I was just like. And he's like, <laughs> unprepared, completely yeah. unprepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's how you be in Creole. And I'm mispronouncing it. It's like, yeah. and so he's uh, just like, so taken back because yeah. I, I can't imagine how much in his daily life, uh, Haitian Creole is right. Spoken by a white person, <laughs> by a white person, <laughs> <laughs> but it just yeah, it's so cool, uh, to have mass, uh, because I was able to bring Zoe home, uh, 
help Eva, you know, get her ready for bed. And yeah. uh, once she had fallen asleep, I, I came back and uh, celebrate mass with you guys and uh, do the Four Corners activity. Yeah. And during that, there was confession. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. once all the youth had gone and before they left, I was like, you know, Father, can I bother you for confession? Because any time I can yeah. get a confession in, um, I I want to, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I am but a broken sinner. And <laughs> yeah. the more often I can go to confession, the more apt I am to stay in grace and yeah. not fall short. And uh, it was just awesome, just mm-hmm. the great ability to have that moment you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just be able to share such such awesome sacraments with yeah. the youth to have the holy sacra- sacrament exposed mm-hmm. for adoration and celebrate mass and have confession. Like, boom. I love that we had both <laughs> priests available for that too. Father ended up talking to me like two or three nights before, and I said, mm-hmm. "Hey, are you guys are you going to be able to stay for confession?" I knew that he was coming for mass. But he said, yeah, we have both myself and Father Matthew coming. That's great. So yeah, hearing yeah. that they were both coming for Mass and confession, and I got really I think, about in that. all honesty, I think part of it is the fact that the retreat had been so far away the past yeah. three years. Three, four years, yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I really liked Trinita, mm-hmm. but New Hartford is kind of a trek. <laughs> it's a one-hour drive. <laughs> one way. Yeah. So, so for, uh, and that's it. You know, on a Saturday night, for a priest to be driving two hours round right. trip, that's, and that's that's getting that's out of mass at yeah. six thirty, seven o'clock at night. Yeah, that's that's a long night. That is a long, especially yeah. when you have masses first thing Sunday morning. Yep, and you know, given the fact that so he's got what four o'clock mass, then five thirty mass. Yeah, um, and then having to come out to our retreat. That's a, that's a lot. So, yeah. Very grateful that yeah. we had that ability, and then um, just it was just an awesome experience for me. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm very thankful to have been able to share the time with you guys. Well, as long as you bring Zoe back next year, you're you're more than welcome to come. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think she's going to have a mailbox next year. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a kids will want to write mailbox for Zoe. <laughs> she might be able to read the full notes. Maybe you know. Yeah, she's she's getting pretty good with her alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Lent starts next week. Yeah. Uh, Ash Wednesday. It's a Wednesday this year. Have you given any thought for what you're going to dedicate this to this Lent? Yeah, so I'm I'm still humming and hawing on it, but right now what I'm leaning towards is trying to eat a healthier diet. Oh, right so now, I was thinking of the same thing. Yeah, right now I eat a lot of hamburgers and chicken, which are delicious. I mean, those on their own, not incredibly unhealthy. Right. But if you're eating McDonald's burgers, that's not great. But just trying to have a little more variety Mm -hmm. and just just trying to – I think what I need to do is instead of going, oh, I'm going to do this diet, I'm Mm going to do that diet. Because everybody reacts differently to different diets. Mm -hmm. Do a little bit of research and go, all right, what's best for me? What's the best – you know, variety of food that I can eat that will be good for my body? Yeah. So that's that's something that I'm looking – forward to looking into because then it's like what will that do for me will i have more energy in the morning will i you know have more energy throughout the day 
that kind of thing. I was, uh, I like, I'm toying with the idea, excuse me, and really preying on it, on fasting, like eating one small meal every day mm-hmm. for Lent, like the entire Lent. That's and a lot. But that's, I know, that's but and that's cool. I'm, I'm going to pray on it because I want, I don't know if I'm going to do like, uh, like a true one meal a day or if I do a like protein shake say around like 10 a.m. Yeah. and then do my like only small meal later in the day like so I'm just trying to feel out like where you know to to really just spend the time of Lent kind of in that experiencing that hunger yeah. and that fast yeah. you know but trying to maintain being healthy, like, and not going, you know, completely off the end, not eating anything, but also needing to be safe because I need to have energy to work when I drive a vehicle (laughs) and I can't be getting tired because I'm not sustaining the energy. Uh, But I do want to experience that, that hunger that, you know, and see about, you know, just really going that, that way throughout Lent of, trying to go with only one one meal you know and just kind of sticking with that um there'll have to be some exceptions and i get that where you know my anniversary we celebrate during lent and it's like even i can go out to dinner on my anniversary and me not feel bad that i'm you know giving up my dedication of lent you know and um that's what I'm kind of leaning towards. And okay. I'm just going to pray about it and see how that goes, yeah. you know? Um, but I think experiencing that, like, Lenten fast yeah. and just trying to experience that hunger, but also, like, I shouldn't probably eat as much as I do every day. <laughs> so well, you, well um, you're always on the road you yeah, know there's no, lo- exactly. there's lots of opportunities but yep. they're not always the oh, best. Oh they're definitely not healthy and yeah. because I'm running from job to job it's like okay I need to eat something quick and, and what's quick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not, not healthy. <laughs> right. Right. Um but yeah so that's what that's what I'm going f- I think I'm going to go for but I'm just going to pray about it and see what yeah. God really puts on my heart. Cool. Um for what Lent, what my focus on Lent should be. Um, and I've been trying to stay away from saying, like, what I'm going to give up for Lent. Yeah. And that's why the past few years I've been like, well, I'm going to exercise every day of Lent. I'm going to do yeah. a series of 40 of something every Lent. And I might continue that tradition as well. Um, but this this year I'm, like, thinking about, like, what I, what I can dedicate. What, what mm. can I change in my lifestyle and dedicate to for Lent? Yeah, you know, and uh, I think a Lenten fast might be a, a good way to do that. Yeah, we got for music. So music. So speaking of Lent, if you're looking for something good to listen to this uh, this upcoming season, last year Andrew Peterson put out he he has a couple of CDs called the Resurrection Letters, and he has part one and part two, but they're more of uh, the Easter celebration, and he was saying, well, you can't really have Easter without the sacrifice that came before it. Yeah, absolutely. So he came out with Resurrection Letters Prologue, which is um, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. 
Okay. And so if you check it out on Spotify or iTunes or in his uh, website store, it's really, really good. We actually worked one of his songs into the um, prayer experience on Saturday Night on Retreat. Okay. And MJ, if you're listening to this, it is always good. I know that you uh, <laughs> mentioned on Instagram that's one of your favorite songs. But, uh, yeah, really, really good project called uh, Resurrection Letters Prologue by Andrew Peterson. Uh, Torrin Wells recently put out Citizen of Heaven. Uh, Jen and I have been jamming out to that. If you're looking good for a good pop rock country uh, album from Torrin Wells, that's, uh, that's one to look forward to. And then coming up in March, it is March 6th, Matt Marr has been releasing a bunch of EPs with a few songs uh, called Alive and Breathing. He's coming out with a full-fledged record in March with all those songs, but also two more songs. Wow, so okay. If uh, if you've been checking out his, his EPs or haven't yet, uh, a lot of those songs are really, really good, and that's, that's coming out in March. Awesome. Yeah. So on to our saint of the day, Saint Woolrick, Wolfric of England. Okay. He was a priest and kind of lived a very worldly uh, lifestyle, mm. uh, really valued things of this world, uh, possessions and status and stuff like that, until he had an unlikely conversion um, as he spent time with a beggar. Mm. And it really turned around his values in life. And he dedicated his life to those in need and started to live a very minimalist lifestyle mm. and became a hermit and monk constantly in prayer. And so he lived a very uh, holy and minimalist life uh, from then on, knowing that the true value is to be in a strong relationship with God. And uh, they say he worked many miracles and um, his prayers were often answered because of his overwhelming prayer life. Mm. So, St. Wolfric of England, because that's fun to say. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Very good. And our Bible, uh, Mark 8, 27 through 33, for those of you who like to read along <laughs> at home. It's also on the USCCB.org website if you want. <laughs> Jesus and his disciples set out for villages of Caesarea Philippi. Along the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others, Elijah, still others, one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said to him in reply, You are the Christ. Then he warned them not to tell anyone about him. He began teaching them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and, he, and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and rise after three days. He spoke this openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. At this he turned around, looking at his disciples, rebuked Peter, and said, Get behind me, Satan. 
you are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So this is, I mean, pretty powerful story of the gospel where Jesus is basically like, what are people saying about me? Yeah. Has word spread? Are people saying false things about me? And then what do you guys say when they say this? Mm-hmm. And I also always think of when they say, well, you're the Christ. It's like, how how long into my life did I realize Christ was not Jesus' last name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is Jesus the Christ? You know, it's mm-hmm. not like... <laughs> well, I'm looking for uh, Christ. Right. Party of one. <laughs> Um, but so this is the part where it's like, okay, this is who I am and this is what's going to happen to me. Yeah. You guys still cool following me yeah. around? <laughs> I was ready for this. It's going to be bad. Yeah. And, and then when Peter's like, Hey, why are you talking like this? There's got to be a different way. Like, wh- yeah. what do you mean? What? He's like, that's the devil right there. Don't let the devil mm-hmm. talk. God knows what's going to happen and this is what is going to happen this is what i've been sent here to do yeah awesome right amen (laughs) Amen. (laughs) news of the weird so this story is coming from a plane uh, actually american airlines this woman got in trouble for wearing inappropriate clothing but she's saying that she was uh judged and that the airline is wrong. Okay. Her shirt was saying, Hail Satan on it. Okay. So they told her either change your shirt or get off the plane. All right. And she said, <laughs> no, it's within my rates. And then later on said, if I had a shirt on that said, praise be Jesus, nobody would have made an issue. Uh-huh. To which we say, you're right. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'm sorry. I yeah. uh, I question your judgment <laughs> right. on uh, invoking the dark one. Right. <laughs> normally, I try to be pretty open-minded about people's clothing, but if I was to sit down next to someone on a plane and they're wearing a Church of Satan shirt... Yeah, it questions whether how much I, I believe you want to live. Right, right. <laughs> and what you might do on this plane. Yeah. Your morality is in question, miss. (laughs) So I read that to Jen when I said, you know, that line of, if I was wearing a praise be to Jesus shirt, no, what would have made an issue? And Jen's like, no, no. Actually, as someone who wears Jesus t-shirts quite often. As you can see on the Facebook Live. (laughs) uh, People come up to me in public and say, oh, I love that shirt. That's great. Where did you get that shirt? I had someone comment on this hat the other day at Aldi. He's like, that's a cross, right? And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, it's a cross. He's like, amen, man. Where did yeah. you get that? I'm like, uh, Morningstar bookstore next to Christmas tree shop. Right. <laughs> uh, my my relish sweet Jesus shirt, someone at a UConn game, as I was about to put my coat on, was like, you shouldn't cover that shirt up. Right. Proudly. I'm like, 
Uh, I wear it proudly all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like it was like the retreat over this weekend. I'm we're at mass. I see you going up to receive communion. <laughs> You're wearing a Jesus spares bowling shirt, and, and I just it's, lost it's got like it. the seven ten split right, on it. Right. And Jesus is holding a bowling ball, <laughs> and I'm like, of course he would. <laughs> Trying to be solemn and reverent at mass, I'm like, there's Steve. <laughs> Come as you are. That's right. Amen. <laughs> um, but no, so what ended up happening with said person? So she ended up having to wear her boyfriend's hoodie or something like that. But she felt that her rights have been violated. And she's since raised up the chain and American Airlines has apologized for discrimination. Uh, having to apologize. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I was out at... Um, Vernon uh, Diner once, yeah. and someone was wearing a shirt that in giant letters had the F word and then you on it. Mm. And I'm like, this is a family establishment, right. sir. And so I'm sitting, it was uh, like myself, my dad, my mom, and my uncle and my aunt. Yeah. And someone... Uh, from the staff there comes over and is like, sir, we need you to either turn your shirt inside out yeah, or go change or something, yeah. cover it. We have families with kids here. Like, yeah, what do you not think? appropriate. Yeah, and, and so he starts making a big fuss. And finally, I turn to him like, dude, yeah. what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, he's, he's just going in for the attention. Yeah, exactly. And he's also wearing, like, four other shirts underneath. Like, this one's gigantic on him. And he's got, like, a white undershirt with a black shirt underneath that. And I'm like, dude, just take it off, man. Yeah. Like, you had to know. You had to know. You can't wear that shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Here. Um, It must be fun working at the Vernon Diner. (laughs) For anyone who's listening who's been to Vernon Diner, you get all sorts. It's right off the highway. Right off the highway. All sorts of characters. And And it's a diner. 24-7. Unbelievable. One of the largest menus I've ever seen. Yeah. After Maggie (laughs) McFly's. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, my thing is, is I don't even know where you would feel comfortable wearing that shirt. Like, anywhere. That's... It's an absurd Maybe thing. Maybe in your own home, if you're living by yourself. Or someone gives it to you as a joke, like, right. happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's seriously, though, like, what? Come on. In a Hail Satan shirt on an airplane, again, is just to be, it's like... seeking attention. Seeking attention. Like, clearly, you you feel a certain way about Jesus t-shirts. And it's yeah. like, sorry you're hurting. You know, yeah. you're hurting. You're looking for something. You're trying to find comfort in the wrong way. Right. And just, uh, <laughs> right? Like, right. You just see someone who's just like, uh, just going to spend this whole flight praying for you because yeah. you need it. Like, That's right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, that, it just people's shirts, what you choose to put out into the world can... Uh, Definitely affect everyone else's day. So if you're rocking a uh, Hail Satan shirt on an airplane... Which I don't know if any of our listeners would be doing. (laughs) Well, the only thing I can say is to our listeners, anytime you see someone wearing a shirt that disparages others or uses the 
Lord's name in vain or hail Satan. Just take the opportunity to say a quick prayer yeah. for them uh, because they need it. Uh, we're all broken. We all sin. Uh, just take that opportunity not to sit in judgment, not to sit in uh, uh, any kind of hatefulness, any kind of just take that opportunity to pray. We joke, we uh, <laughs> chuckle and stuff about it, but it's like some people don't know better. Right. And just pray for them. Good message for life. Yeah. And uh, those of you who are listening to the audio version know that the, this music means it's time to wrap up this podcast. Yeah. Uh, got anything? No. Have a great week. Yeah. Have a great week. Hopefully we'll see you in a two weeks. <laughs> short amount of time. <laughs> no promises. Life gets busy. But as always, I'm Steve Patera. Evan Shaw Mumford. Thanks for listening. Keep smiling and God bless. <laughs>